days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Wednesday here in this program, and you know what that means. we got a lot to get into here today. AEW is tonight, Dynamite. And we got a lot to talk about with Dynamite here. We have NXT from last night. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but next Tuesday... AEW and NXT are going head-to-head. It is NXT versus Dynamite. And if you watched the NXT show last night, their plan is to have a whole bunch of people from the main roster appearing on NXT next week. And we know some of them. Others are surprises. So we'll give you the lineup for next week's show. And obviously, AEW is going to build up next week's show as well because it's the Tuesday Night Wars. And Triple H has been waiting a long time to win one of these head-to-head battles. And so I expect that we'll have a stacked NXT card for next Tuesday. There's going to be angles on SmackDown. There are going to be angles on Raw. And these angles will lead to next Tuesday's NXT show. And then obviously whatever they do tonight for AEW will lead to next week's show as well. Where we already know it is John Moxley versus Hangman Page for the AEW title. So we'll tell you about all of that today. We have also got some notes on Warner Brothers, Discovery, and AEW. We have the raw ratings, which were good. But there is one thing about the raw ratings that I can't really figure out, but maybe we can do it together. We've also got John Moxie talking about why he re-signed with AEW, Rock Talks next year's WrestleMania. Zach Clayton. Remember that guy, Zach Clayton? Well, he is all elite. They announced he signed with the company. And, of course, our full NXT report. A lot to get into today. We shall kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. The Angie's List 
you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We have got a dynamite show here tonight. A dynamite edition of Dynamite. Hopefully. Chris Jericho defends the Ring of Honor World title against Brian Danielson. Jungle Boy faces Luchasaurus with Christian Cage in his corner. Swerve Strickland versus Billy Gunn. Interim AEW Women's World Champion Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida. I'm, I'm sorry, let me start over again. Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida will face Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. 
And we've got the All-Atlantic champion, Pac, defending his title against Orange Cassidy. And I would not be in the least bit surprised if Orange Cassidy won the AEW All-Atlantic title. I know that, I listen, I'm a big fan of Brian Danielson. I don't want him to beat Chris Jericho. It's too early. This Jericho Ring of Honor World Champion thing just began. Nothing to consider, by the way, and this is interesting for the whole show, not just that match, but, you know, this show's in Toronto. And do you know who is a very popular bloke in Toronto? Can I guess? Yes. Christian? Yes. Actually, most, most of the babyface are going to be very popular. But Christian is going to be ridiculously popular in Toronto. And he is managing a heel against a babyface. Well, so there's a good chance that Jungle Boy is going to be booed out of the building for this match with Luchasaurus. Well, he can call Bobby Lashley and get some tips on what it's going to feel like before it happens. I mean, this is not like a mistake. It's not like well, they just figured out, oh my God. You know, I think they're they're well aware of what's going to happen, and I guess they must be fine with it. So maybe they have a plan. You can, can you believe that one? I maybe mean, Christian can try to come out and get to the people to turn against him. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe well, they just won't care. Maybe they'll they'll do the old 1997 U.S. versus Canada deal, where Christian's beloved and Jungle Boy is hated north of the border, but south of the border, it's the other way around. It will be fascinating to see the crowd reaction. Old Christian Cage. Do you think tonight. Jungle Boy will get the himself an equalizer? Maybe that might swing the crowd a little bit more in his direction. What another Torontoan? I don't know. Maybe he's going to bring can... out Lance. I know it's more of a Calgary. Lance, thing, but you know, hey, he's still a hero. Why don't you say Tim Flowers while you're at it? Well, I was going to say Don Callis, but nobody would Don ever Callis. believe him. Nobody would ever believe him to be a hero or a good person. Ever, never, ever. Well, that's the lineup for Dynamite tonight, so we'll see how that show does. You know, i got to mention this because the combination of the 25th anniversary of DX, a post-Extreme Rules bump, the expectation of Bray Wyatt appearing, led to Raw doing by far its best numbers since football season started. The show did 1.82 million viewers, 0.55 and 18 to 49. Audience up 14% in viewers. 37% in 18 to 49, 48% in 18 to 34. Fifth on cable behind the Raiders versus Kansas City Chiefs NFL game. 15.79 million viewers and a 4.65. A 4.65. The kids like Mahomes. At 18 to 49. And anyway, here's the point. First hour did 1.88 million. Second hour, 1.89 million. Third hour, 1.7 million. These are, these are very good numbers. And, obviously, I think some people were interested in in Bray Wyatt showing up. But what was interesting is, if you were watching the pay-per-view on Sunday, and the pay-per-view ended with the return of Bray Wyatt, then one could argue, well, maybe I should tune in at the very beginning of Raw. Maybe this man will kick off raw well the first quarter of raw i mean it was good but the whole show was good there was not like a giant spike at the beginning of the show that then fell but for reasons that i can't explain at nine o'clock 
which was in the middle of the segment where the Judgment Day called out AJ Styles and wanted to get AJ Styles to join the Judgment Day, which has literally, absolutely, positively nothing to do with Bray Wyatt. That, I mean, the quarters are going like this, and all was shot like straight up in the air, 2.2 million viewers for that segment. Back down and it was just normal again for the rest of the show. It was almost a straight line for the entire show, but at 9 o'clock it just went, ba-bam, straight up in the air. And I guess maybe Gallows and Anderson, like the news that Gallows and Anderson were returning to WWE and people presuming that he would be part, because when we were talking on Monday about Gallows and Anderson coming back, I mean, I didn't have any inside information, but the first thing that I thought was, well, AJ is being recruited by Finn, and, you know, what better storyline than AJ doesn't join, but he brings in Gallows and Anderson, AJ, Gallows and Anderson versus Finn Balor in the Judgment Day. That's what I presume they were going to do. And, you know, maybe there was a tremendous amount of interest in the return of Gallows and Anderson. Because I can't think of any other reason that that quarter would have shot up to 2.2 million viewers. I mean, what was it? So anyway, that was the uh, that was a big story of the raw ratings, that big peak right there. And then it just went back to normal again. So it wasn't like it peaked later because people thought, oh man, maybe Bray's going to come out at the top of the third hour or top of the show. Nothing. It was just that deal. Everyone's saying maybe it was halftime of the football game. But you know what's funny about that? No, Guys, it, there's a halftime every Monday. <laughs> this doesn't happen every Monday. I've never seen it before. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. But it was a very unusual spike that every week there's a halftime, and we don't see that spike on other weeks. So, I don't know, dude. It was weird. Well, you know why it stands out so much recently is because it does look like a straight line. I mean, everybody that pretty much is starting with that show is tuning into the very end, and there's you know a little bit of variation before the end. But this, I don't know. Maybe they just thought it's a second a second hour bump, and Edge might be coming back. Will Bray show up? I, I don't. I don't know what it is, but it obviously. I mean, it was a huge, that was the biggest thing they did all night. It was 2.154 million people, was up 25% amongst people 18 to 49, was up 20% overall. So that seemed to be the number coming out of ratings that were broken down that I saw by Russell Nomics because the other one that stood out to me when it came to 20% was Rampage on Friday that as soon as the show opened up, it opened up with 487,000 people. That second quarter hour, 10.15 to 10.30, they lost 20%, and they were never able to recover, and it just obviously slid down the closer you got to midnight, and can't really blame anybody for that. It was close to midnight, for heaven's sakes, but it's amazing that that number dropped off in the way that it did right off the bat like that. So I don't know what it is with 20%, but it uh, there's two numbers this week that really stand out. Well, most of the news regarding Warner Brothers Discovery has been around big cost-cutting moves and layoffs. A key executive of the company did an interview revealing some of their plans, which include more AEW content. Speaking with The Hollywood Reporter, WBD U.S. Network's Group Chair and Chief Content Officer Kathleen Finch talked about how scripted programming is still a focus of the company despite recent moves that would indicate otherwise. A goal is to find more programming that can hold the men viewing their network for sports, 
Part of that strategy is shoulder programming of those sports. Enter AEW. Quote, we really play in the sports space. One of the things that we're doing around sports is creating shoulder programming to hold on to those fans. AEW pulls huge numbers, so we are working with the wrestling team to figure out what new kind of content can we build that's not in a wrestling ring. They did have the reality show Roads to the Top on TNT for one season before Cody and Brandy left AEW. Sports rights, specifically as it relates to AEW, were not mentioned. Finch also talked about having some of their popular crossover stars appear on other properties, using Charles Barkley and Guy Fieri as two examples. I'd like to see that guy on AEW. While not mentioning an AEW talent, it appears that might also be an option for any breakthrough in mainstream talent that is developed. What non-wrestling programming could they be looking at for AEW? Back in a moment with more Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. 
You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. One of my wonderful, loyal, beautiful super followers on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Went back and looked, in fact, and the, uh, the halftime of the game was not... Nine o'clock. No. About, it was about forty-five minutes later. Yes. So uh, it was not halftime. No. And the last time we saw a big spike like that was for SmackDown, for that Braun Strowman Otis match on the twenty-third of September, which had been heavily teased and all of their uh, various clues. So that one t- for sure to me was people tuning in thinking Bray Wyatt was going to debut in that segment, and he did not. So. I guess, I mean, the only thing I can figure is Bray, but I still don't know why nine. I mean, at least with Braun, it's like Braun used to be part of the Wyatt family. At least that segment was around 9.23 p.m., and the clue was 9.23. So all of the all of the evidence, all of the clues pointed to those two segments. It was the 9, and, 9 to 9.15 and 9.15 to 9.30 on SmackDown. Are you giving people too much credit with that, though? Like, no. Is it 9 o'clock, the, the, the old deal with, like, I mean... WWE's got a lot of older fans. It's when Braun, things used to happen, it happened at the top of the hour. Bro, that's, it's been like that for 25 years, and we don't see the spike like that at 9 o'clock ever. I know. It was but for sure of- Braun and yeah. and the 9.23 p.m. on 9.23 with 9.23 clues. I'm talking about Raw, though. I mean, it could just be the top of the hour plus. But it didn't happen 10, at 10. Did it didn't happen at 9. It didn't happen at 9 last week. I. It's an I aberration know. here. Maybe maybe it is. Maybe it is. Everything coming together at the right time with people hearing about Edge and how that segment went. And we're going to have the Good Brothers and will Carl Anderson wear the never open weight title to the ring? Actually, nobody thought that at all. But there are people thinking that he won't show up. Uh, and I, that's I, I, look the way that it's gone with Gallows and Anderson. I don't know how much they're going to be utilized in New Japan's plans. You know, uh, up until. January 4th, but they're obviously going to be in the plans, and this obviously has worked itself out at a higher level, so I don't think you have to worry about him not showing up for anything or them having a problem with the belt. Dagan says, why do we focus so much on these numbers all the time? Actually, on this show, we don't. No, but no. when when one quarter shoots up to $3 million on a Friday night, and during football season, head-to-head with a game that did a 4.63 or whatever, 18-49, to 49, shoots up to $2.2 million, that's something to try and figure out. What the heck's going on? It's interesting. They're hot. Look, I don't say they're hot. They're hotter. They're getting hot. You know, things are clicking right now. Look, everybody has put the bad Bray, for the most part, out of their minds. They're interested to see what comes next. The bloodline, for anything you don't like about Roman Reigns' title reign, Sami Zayn, the interplay with now Solo Sokoa coming up, Will The Rock come in? What about Jay and his relationship in between everybody and all that stuff? It's an intriguing thing. The stuff with Edge on Sunday, if anybody saw that or heard about that, 
everybody raving about how that went down. So the, everything right now seems to be okay for WWE, even if you don't love everything that they're doing or nothing that they're doing. They're obviously warmer, much warmer than they were. So, again, the numbers seem to, to show that. For says, what TV show ended at 9? Was it Men in Black or something? That's probably all it is. Show ends at 9 every week, brother. Doesn't oh, happen. Yeah. Hip hop Atlanta, or was it Hip Hop Atlanta, Miami? I'm not sure where they're at for that first hour. Uh, I mean, we've gone through a lot of these shows, and they may hurt WWE, but obviously nothing has gone off the air and caused that kind of spike, period. All righty. John Moxie says wrestling in AW is the best job in the world. He has no plans on going anywhere else. He was interviewed by SI, head of tonight's Dynamite from Toronto. Spoke about having recently signed a five year contract. Ex- Extension, his expanded role with the company. Says, I don't plan on going anywhere else. It's the best job in the world. I'm very lucky to have it. In AEW, all I worry about is wrestling. That's my focus. It's a joy. I love storytelling, promos, wrestling. I love coming up with ideas for other people. I love learning. For me, it is a perfect fit. A year ago, I was not in the same headspace. I was all screwed up. I hated traveling. I was living in Vegas. Felt like I was always in the airport, flying coast to coast. I was sick of leaving my family. Thought about freelancing when my deal was up. Now... Not that I would leave AEW, but I didn't want to be there every week. I was in a bad place. Then I went to rehab and all that. Now I'm in a totally different headspace. We're living in Cincinnati, too, which is great. I look forward to going to TV every week. I get to see my friends in the Blackpool Combat Club. I'm not screwed up. I have a clean headspace. My life is completely different than it was a year ago. And all for the better. You know the thing with this this Moxley? i said this a thousand times. What you see is what you get with this guy. He's 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 not a gimmick. He's just that's who he is. And the funny thing with a guy like that is to be a good businessman or negotiator, you, you kind of have to you kind of have to sometimes work things. For example, if I were if I were in in WWE. And I absolutely, actually, a better example would be AEW because WWE is throwing ridiculous amounts of money at people. So if I'm in AEW and and I just absolutely love it there, and my deal is coming up, you know, I I could say, you know, I'm thinking about going to the other place, let my contract expire, or in his case, his contract did expire, and you know, you talk to the other company, you try to play both sides against each other, you try to get AEW to pay you a lot more money. Because you might go to the other place. But with Moxley, it's like, he didn't want to go. And so he couldn't even pretend to play the game. He couldn't even pretend to negotiate with the other side. He couldn't even pretend to tell Tony Khan, well, you know, I'm thinking about maybe going back. He doesn't want to go back. He hates that place. And I'm sure he still made, like, tons and tons and tons of money staying with AEW. But, I mean, he could have tried to play both sides and, and maybe had Tony pay him more, but... Couldn't do it. Didn't want to go. Does not want to ever go back there. And if you ever watched old, uh, what was his name, Dean Ambrose? Mm-hmm. God, I wouldn't want to go back either. That was horrible. Poor guy. Yeah. What a what a so, run. So remember him on the Steve Austin show with everybody just killing him. And it's like, because this guy can't be fake. He can't actually say the things on this show. As John Moxley, they want him to do it as Dean Ambrose, but they want him to be real. But they don't want him to be too real. We just want you to be as real as we can in this universe. And it sucked because he sucked there because it sucked for him there. 
Now, somebody may look at that at the outside and go, my God, look at the money he made. Look at the uh, the the attention that he got being a part of the Shield. He could have never went and been this big of a star in AEW if he was not in WWE. But some things aren't for everybody. And some people who, look, it's business. So if somebody wants to try to use one of the two sides and play everything against each other because they're trying to get the best deal for themselves so they can provide for their family, I don't blame them at all. But everybody's different. And John Moxley was in a completely unique situation. I'm not saying John Moxley doesn't need the money, but his wife has been gainfully employed for quite some time. He now has got multiple options in his life. You know, the book was a success. Can he channel this and actually do some things outside of the wrestling realm in some way? I, I don't know. But there's no reason to fake it. If you're happy, if you're comfortable, if that's where you want to be and these are the people that you want to work with and you want to put in that time to make that kind of commitment, awesome. So I don't think anybody can complain. Any chance of him ever thinking about going back? I mean, I know there was the talk about CM Punk. We'll never see him in WWE again, and I, I back that bet for sure. This is a little bit of a different situation with John Moxley, but I don't think we'll ever see him back in WWE doing anything, ever. Remember what was it? What was he called? The the lunatic fringe. The lunatic fringe. Yes. The so he. Yes. He. Yes. A man individually was a fringe. Yes. The lunatic fringe. Mm -hmm. But didn't actually have any fringe on his gear. Well, so yeah. Well, no, 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 no. He was fringe. Mm. He was a piece of shredded clothing. That's what John Moxley was there. Kind of. Remember that stuff he had to do? Remember when it was like the Money in the Bank briefcase and so-and-so had to open it and goo had to shoot out of it? Can you imagine an old-school guy like John Moxley having to sit there and go, okay, so if this were real, I'm like, what? I he got, named a plant. I somehow stole the briefcase, and then I created a goo-spewing contraption. It would only work when you opened a lid... And, and I was like, because he was wacky, what? dude. He he was the fringe. You never I know knew he, he was. Do. I'm talking about how dumb this was. Remember, he had no a wonder hot dog he want to go back. He had a hot dog cart. He had the the ketchup and the mustard. He get to spray people. He had a plant that he named. My God, it was an incredible run for John. Zach Clayton is all Oop. elite. Well, he's the guy that is uh, engaged to Jay Wow. He's appeared on Jersey Shore. He had that one match with a hook that went like 10 seconds. Oh. He is, in fact, a worker. You wouldn't know it from watching that match with a hook because he was just squashed. But he has been appearing on Dark Elevation since August. He's even gotten a few wins, including over Serpentico. A big win there. And now he's been signed to AEW, and he says that people will now respect him. He admitted he was disrespected his whole life up until just a few days ago, apparently. Even by his wife? I, I don't know. He got disrespected at the wedding by, like, the, the future in-laws. Like, you know, why is she marrying this bum? I don't know. I don't know. Now, did he get a graphic? Is he truly all elite, or is this just kind no, of like all that, elite. Po that poser all elite thing? He's definitely all elite. Huh. Well, and what is also what all needed. elite is my NXT review, which is coming up now. After this next break, Observer Live.
This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Alrighty, back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi here to talk about this NXT show here. The build to the head-to-head battle with AEW next Tuesday. And the show opened with Vic Joseph and Booker T., or the new commentary team for NXT. And I gotta say, I like old Booker T. Oh, boy. Yeah, he entertains me. That's all I care about. <laughs> I mean, what what are the options? Like, 
you know, what's his name that debuted on Raw, the backstage interview guy? What's that guy's Kevin, name? Kevin, Kevin Patrick. Patrick. Yes, yeah. sir. And I listened to the show, and it was like, you know, the first hour, he just sounded so nervous. He barely said a word. Corey Graves said almost everything. And then, you know, I listened to the other two hours, and, you know, when I when I, when I remembered he was there, I listened, and I was like, hey, he's all right. No problem with him. <laughs> but, like, that was it. But, man, when I watch, when I watch Booker T on NXT... I'm entertained the entire show. You know, from Booker start T to finish, there yeah. the entire time. And you know yeah. what? He doesn't. He doesn't mince words. I mean, it's, <laughs> he doesn't say anything. The honest what are you God, talking I, about? He says I, so much. I love Booker T. I he, Harlem Heat is one of my favorite tag teams of all time. I love Booker T. I think he's got charisma coming out of his pores. He's great doing pre-shows where he just gets to be Booker T. But I swear, I'm going to make a cut. He spent more time talking and saying nothing. And he seems like he has no idea who anybody is because he used so many interchangeable things for different people. And I'm not saying that there's not a talent in that because it's not easy to walk in and have people in your ear. And I know Vince isn't there anymore and he's not on NXT anyway, but it's not easy to do it. So I'm not trying to like demean him or bash him or anything because frankly, it's like most announcers, I can tune him out. But as far as him, like really adding anything dynamic, like I'll be happy when Pat McAfee gets back to SmackDown and then we get Wade Barrett back again with Vic Joseph, because I don't, I don't want to say that it was bad, but it, it wasn't good either. Come on. Uh, like, DJ, it, was, it was energy, but that was it. And DJ, DJ here, listen, I mean, I don't know how much he watches NXT, but it's not true that he didn't know anybody. Because I was watching, because I figured that he would know nobody. He knew Carmelo, that was about it. Dude, he knew everybody in that segment. He knew immediately when Trick jumped him. He knew Car. He knew everybody's name on this show. Maybe not Oro Mensa. It's possible he didn't know he had who Oro a Mensa card. Was. No, he had a card there, and that's fine. That's what you have to do sometimes. That's okay. But you cannot, don't tell me. If you if he was here right now and you held up a chart with some faces on it like Leah uh, and and Kiana and all these know. other people, he would have no idea. Well, to be honest, when it comes to a lot of those women, I wouldn't have any idea either. Oh, it took I me a long time. Is. It took me a long time to figure out who Kiana James was until she started doing those vignettes. Then she became my favorite. By the way, she's a great example of what does her music have anything to do with her? I don't know, but I got to get going on this report. We're never Let's go. Ron Breaker beat Big Body Javi. In three minutes and 20 seconds. It just killed him and it was enjoyable. And then J.D. McDonough and Ilya Dragunov hit the ring. And they had a three-way brawl. And Dragunov ended up going for his headbutt but accidentally hit Braun Breaker. He had been aiming for McDonough. And they made a big deal about how, you know, he was aiming for one guy but he accidentally hit the other. And it's like, this is a three-way. It doesn't matter who he hits. Why is this a storyline? But you know who's awesome? Ilya Dragunov, and Braun Breaker. So, I liked it. We had Nathan Frazier actually beating Axiom. I thought they were going to do some schmoz and they both go to the ladder match. But, man, they had a crazy match. They're doing all sorts of awesome high spots. It was great. And they're finally doing cradles. Nathan Frazier gets the win. He is on his way to the ladder match for the North American title. We had a bunch of segments including Valentina Faraz. She's, she wants Sangha to be in her corner tonight for her match with Indy Hartwell. And so Sangha says, of course, he's going to be there. So it's Indy Hartwell versus Valentina. They went a whopping three minutes, 
And in the middle of the match, in a three-minute match, Indy, like, puts Valentina in a chin lock or something. And, bro, they're just laying there. And I'm like, what's going on here? And what's going on is we have to have old uh, Veer come out. And Veer comes out, and he walks up to Sangha, and he whispers something in Sangha's ear. Sangha bails on Valentina. He leaves. Crowds, oh, my, I can't believe he left. Kind, polite Sangha walked out. And so Valentina, she's looking for, she's looking for old Sangha. I need his presence and advice. But he's not there, and she's pinned. That was By sad. way of superplex. That was very sad. There was controversy this morning about that superplex. There was controversy. Controversy. Somebody actually made a tweet and said, can you believe this? She won with a superplex. Why is that or controversial? She just had a suplex. I don't know. I honestly don't It wasn't don't controversial know. to me. It's a slow news day, brother. We had a Cora Jade interview, and Mackenzie tells her that Roxanne is going to SmackDown to choose somebody to face Cora next week on this show. And so Jade says, well, I'll, I'll go to Raw, and I'll find somebody to face Roxanne next week. So Roxanne will be facing someone from Raw, and Cora will be facing someone from SmackDown. And Cora Jade's, oh, my God. God bless her. This is growing on me. I, I mean, it, it's, it's actually the point now where it's so hilariously yes. camp, campy bad that it's kind of funny now. We had Malik Blade, Edris Anofe versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen against the Dyad. The winner is the number one contender. And, of course, you know, Briggs and Jensen have been getting a push, and the Dyad's there with Joe Gacy. And Malik and Edris have just been largely, you know, two geeks. And they win. They won this match. They will be getting a shot at the titles. Uh, Grimes ended up uh, interfering at the end to take out Joe Gacy and distracting the Dyad. And so Blade and Nofi are going for these tag team titles. The you match talk about your boys? The match was up and down, man. Some of it was good and some of it wasn't. All depended on who was in there. It's like a lot of these tag matches. Because they got good teams and they got green teams. And they mix them up together. And then when they do multi-team matches, it's like, man, you... You don't know what you're going to get. Roll the dice for any spot. You don't know what you're going to get. We had Alba Fire. Actually, before that, Kiana James is in her office. And she's on the phone. And she has a giant... It's not a map, but it's basically like... It is a... It is a, a uh, blueprint. A, it's not even a blueprint. It's just like... Here's here's a fake picture of where Chase U is and how much land Chase U has. Kiana's like, my God, you know how much that land would be worth? And so the storyline appears to be that Kiana James, who is, uh, we don't even know what she does. She's a businesswoman. She apparently just does any business, like landscaping here and, you know, buying property here. She's going to try to buy chase you there's nothing she won't do for money to sell the land love it i don't know where it's going so you're telling me i don't chase know chase you is a trailer it's like a trailer no park or like somebody yes no did saying. you did you not look somebody at the map else somebody else there's owns so the land. much land and there's a there's a chase you on it 
Yes. The land is more part. valuable than the college. That's the that's, point. That's the point of look. I'm telling you, watch. She's going to try to get them evicted off of there. That's what's going to happen. She's going to become an evil landlord. Of and course, that's the. Out. Of course, that's where it's and going. You know what? That's WWE actually coming around in storylines because what the Big Show didn't he lose a strip mall? Didn't Shawn Michaels that's lose all a different. strip mall? She's going to buy it. It's not that they're losing it. She's going to buy it. Leah Hale and her are going to wrestle for the Thea right Hale. Thea Hale. Thea Hale. God, you're worse than Booker T. You come <laughs> on here and bury Booker T. You don't even know anyone's name. Shucky ducky quack quack. Alba Fire beat JC Jane. And basically she's going through all of them until she gets to uh, Mandy. And then afterwards, uh, Fire gets attacked by Sonya Deville. Who, of course, Sonya and Mandy have feuded on and off forever, but... Sonya goes, you know, we've had some, we've had our differences, and we feuded and had a blood feud, and I got sent out of the company and everything. But you know, we're best friends. So if you're her girls, you're my girls as well. So that's what's going on. By the way, uh, this is very sad, but, you know, we talked a few days ago about how Sarah Lee from Tough Enough passed away, and uh, her and Mandy were very close. And so I think that's why Mandy has not been on television. And I actually don't know when Mandy is going to be back, but that's that's, I think, what's going on with Mandy. We had Wes Lee versus old Stax Lorenzo. This whole show, it's like, you know what's funny about Hunter is booking? It's like every show, you're either going to have long matches or you're going to have short matches. And like every single match gets the exact same amount of time. This match got four minutes. The previous match, four minutes. The previous match, well, that was 12. The previous match, four minutes. The previous match is either four or 12. Very the previous OCD. match, 12. The previous match, four. You literally either got four minutes or 12 minutes and nothing else here on this show. So anyway, where was I? Uh, what match was that? Wesley and Stax, they got four minutes. And Wesley won. And that led to a segment where... Uh, uh, Tony. Tony, Tony uh, D'Angelo shows back up. And he's got a mystery opponent for Stax. He will not tell him who it is. He's going to find out when the music hits next Tuesday. So clearly it's somebody from the main roster. Oh, I hope for his sake it's not Walter. Well, why would Walter want to hang out with old Tony D? Money. Well, I'm sure, but there's got to be someone who needs money more than Walter. And by the way, it's Gunther Booker. Whatever. Then we had the Diamond Mine <laughs> segment. Roderick Strong's in a wheelchair and a neck brace. He's at the hospital, and he vows. He goes, you got to do this for us next week, Julius. you got to win. At Halloween Havoc. Kiana James beat Thea Hale. So uh, Thea, uh, Thea Hale is distracted by old uh, Robert Stone. And she, he runs at her. He's mad at her for some reason. I don't even know why. I think he's mad at, at uh, all of Chase U. He runs at Thea. She backdrops him. This idiot ref rings the bell in the middle of a backdrop on a guy who's not even in the match. And then James immediately hits her finish. The 401k and wins. I love so her. Bad. Love oh my her. God, so bad. And then we uh. had the main event. Well, first we had another hilarious Cora Jade promo. It was dying, dying. And then the main event is Ilya Dragunov and Grayson Waller. And if I've not mentioned this before, you know who's awesome is Ilya Dragunov. This dude is so great, and he had a fun match with Grayson Waller. And, man, he sells great, and his offense looks great, and his, he's such an awesome baby face, and he's got such great fire. And uh, he hits a torpedo, which is just 
I don't know how many times I've watched a torpedo. I still can't figure out what's going on. But it looks awesome. And he just torpedoes into this dude, pins him, and then he turns around and gets speared by Braun Breaker. And then Braun Breaker poses. J.D. McDonough claps. Why is J.D. McDonough in this? I want to see Braun Breaker and Elia one-on-one. And that was a match. I like the show. That was a good show. I wouldn't call it a great show or anything like that, but, you know, it's got some good wrestlers, some good matches, some great storylines. <laughs> Cannot wait until she buys Chase U. What are they going to do then? Oh, my God. What are they going to do when they don't have a college anymore? You know what they need? They need another female student like Stat because, like... And what's she going to do with the land? Kiana's hooked up with Santino's daughter, right? They're a, they're a crew. They've practiced their ring entrance together. They got these poses. Like, Leah's going to need, or Thea, Leah, whatever the hell her name is, she's going to need some help that, that Brody can't help her with. So, you know, maybe that should happen. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. 
One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. Marcus here says, NXT is not perfect by any means, but it is a harmless show with lots of variety and some decent wrestling. I don't hate the show nearly as much as I did last October. Harmless. It is harmless. <laughs> is it, it most? Is. You know, a lot of things on TV wouldn't be bad at all if you just, like, turn the channel or turn it off. Like... Why harm should not come to you when you're trying to enjoy your off time, for Christ's sakes, people. My God. Who is wrestling harmful for? Who does it hurt them at their core to watch? Why do you people do this? Why? Why do you do this? Why do you suffer and and put yourself through misery watching something you don't want to watch? Hate watching something. Why do you do it? Just turn the channel Find something to do. Okay. All right. This person says, I won't lie. Booker T. Oh, yeah. We got to get this stuff in. Booker T pops me. Oh, here we go. That's why we had to get it in because you wrote it to yourself. He's incredible to me. I would take funny bad (laughs) over average boring. So would I. You're telling me Wade Barrett was average boring? That's what you're saying. I didn't say that. I said I would take it over one or the other. I, I, so would I. I like Booker T. I think he's a charismatic figure, but as far as adding anything great to this broadcast where he said a lot, come on, man. This person says NXT has some goofy but sentimental storylines. I love it. Sangha leaving Faraz alone and Kiana James trying to be the evil landlord of Chase U. Bro, don't even <laughs> tell me this isn't awesome. Deborah Cox wrote a whole sentimental song. Get out of here, Mike. I'm out of here, everybody. I'll talk to you later tonight with Dave, Wrestling Observer Radio, video.f4wonline.com, wrestlingobserver.com as well. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.